We'll read from Proverbs chapter 4, repeating verses 18 and 19. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness, they know not at what they stumble. Throughout the book of Proverbs, which we are studying in daybreak and very soon discovery, we see a contrast between two paths, the path of the just and the way of the wicked. For the path of the just, the starting point is given to us early in Proverbs 1.7 and repeated later. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So those on the path of the just with them, God is no afterthought. God is a forethought. We take God into account with every decision and every proposed step. We want his divine guidance, knowing that he has a purpose for every life, and we're concerned about his purpose for our individual lives. So that's that's the starting point. That's the beginning. And we rely upon God to grant us wisdom, or put another way, we could say discernment. No one would boast on their level of wisdom or discernment, but we want to gain an understanding of what God would have us do and how he would have us proceed as we embark upon this path of the just. And it's possible to be academically average, but spiritually brilliant. Not that we want to strive for average, nor do we claim to be brilliant, but we really do realize we could be short on, short on uh, training, but long on common sense. And we know uh, people who have those attributes and who have excelled in the Lord. We want to follow that. Proverbs 3, 6 reads this way, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. So we do. We prayerfully ponder our decisions and our uh, planning. We want to be God's plan rather than having him adapt to our plan. And again, Proverbs 4.26 reads, Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. They will be on the path of the just. We'll be confident that, that God is going before us and is helping us day by day. Proverbs 3.23 If we do that, then shalt thou walk in thy way safely, and thy foot shall not stumble. That's different than the way of the wicked, we go back to that, but they uh, that path is as uh, or that way is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble, but the path of the just we shall not stumble. 
Every now and again, <clears throat> some show up with one of these uh, orthopedic uh, boots, which is evidence that they may have taken a tumble along the way. I know people like that. But it's possibly it's possible to be physically uh, clumsy and yet be agile in the Lord. We strive for that. And we have the promise in Habakkuk that he shall make uh, my feet like hind's feet and he will make uh, me to walk in high places. So we, we, we believe that. It, it brings to mind uh, a trip we took at spring break to uh, Utah with our family to Mount Zion National Park, which is a beautiful place to visit and has a number of hikes that one can take. We, uh, it was suggested to us that we take the Emerald Pools Trail, which is a hike that looked at the beginning like easy. I guess it's rated by some as moderate. That's relative. But we, we decided, 14 of us, and I think uh, Ashley's family, there were three of them as well, so perhaps 17 of us, the youngest of which was four, or maybe five, and the oldest of which you're looking at. And uh, shortly behind me is, is Debbie. She would have made you proud. Um, because it started out pavement, but it didn't stay pavement, and pretty soon it's... Uh, uh, a bit treacherous, um, but we stuck with it, and uh, it took us higher. That's the path of the just. It will take you higher. It will not leave you uh, in a tumble at the bottom of the trail. It'll uh, leave you steadfast or take you steadfast at the top. And that, that's how it is with serving the Lord. That's where the path of the just leads. That's That's what we want. It's a good... It's a good path. The text again, verse 18, at least 418, but the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto that perfect day. Not only does it take us to the right outcome, it's a, it's a good way. Some of us have been on this path for a while and we've not found it a, a path of struggling a path of enduring, a path of just barely getting by, a path laced with continuous anxiety. That's not, that's not what God intends. It's the path of the just. It's a shining light, and it shines brighter and brighter as we go along. Uh, the outcome ultimately is heaven, but the outcome in this life is victory. Not a lifetime of struggle. We want that path of the just. The way of the wicked is the opposite of the path of the just. It's a, a way of folly, of corruption, of careless living. Proverbs 2.13 tells us it's filled with those who leave the path of uprightness and walk in the way of darkness. So just as the path of the just has a beginning, so does the way of the wicked. And that beginning of the way of the wicked 
is to reject the path of the just and to choose a different way than what has been clearly presented to us as the right way. But we all have a decision to make, every one of us. Some made it early, uh, some of us made it later on once we became uh, aware of it. But uh, those are contrasting uh, ways, clearly. So we want to make the right choices. Proverbs 4.19, the way of the, of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. The second part of that uh, text, it's easy enough to stumble in the light, but much easier or much more likely that we will trip over something in, in the dark. Well, the, the path of the just is a shining bright path. The path, or the way of the wicked rather, is, is a way of darkness. We we don't know the next step ahead, and it, it can be treacherous. It's full of those who are morally uh, crooked and whose ways are contrary. Some of us were on that way of the wicked for a while. How many times do you uh, stumble over the same obstacle before you realize, you know, it's time to take a different way? And that way is the path of the just. Proverbs 2.19. This is a fearful attribute or aspect, rather, of the way of the wicked. None that go unto her return again, neither take they hold of the paths of life. Once one has rejected the path of the just and chosen the way of the wicked, it's, it's no easy task to change directions. Ego enters. Pride comes in. It's hard for one to acknowledge that we've done wrong. But that's... Uh, it's not impossible, however. Any number of individuals have testimonies that they made very poor decisions and... Uh, backslid, but later uh, turned back to God and lived a, a victorious life thereafter. So it can be done. Just just as it is difficult for one to be saved after they uh, leave their teenage years, statistically that is, in the United States, more people are saved at age 11 than any other age. And uh, if one is to be saved, and there are exceptions, I'm one of them, if one is to be saved, it is very difficult to get saved after one leaves the teenage years. But again, exceptions. I was 21. My dad was 46. My mom or was 48. My mom, uh, 46. My older brother, older than me yet. So it, it does happen. But I dare say if we took a survey of this audience, most who are saved were saved when they were younger. So when God calls, you must... Uh, Answer when you sense the Spirit of God beckoning you, respond. It's your time. And have a beginning, a good start on that path of the just. You'll never regret it. Remember, the path of the just is not the most popular necessarily. 
nor those on it the most admired. We know that from Jesus' words, where he said, Enter ye at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Many there are are that go in thereat, but because straight is the gate, narrow the way, which leadeth unto life, few there be that find it. So we have wide and broad, straight and narrow, many and few. The distinction is not blurry. God is faithful. I think uh, a clear distinction is made even to youngsters and to those older when the call comes. It's very evident that there's a right way and a wrong way. There's a good way and a poor way. We want to choose the good way, the path of the just. As far as straight and narrow, confining is shielding. Restrictive is protective. It's why parents provide boundaries for their youngsters and even uh, for those who are teens. Curfews. Those are designed, well, sure, they're designed to restrict in order to protect. It's a parental responsibility to impose those, which is why for mom and dad, you cannot expect your teens to be your best buddy. If they view you as your best buddy, you're being used. They don't need to be the enemy. But if you're a youngster or a teenager whose parent is imposing boundaries, you should, after church today, walk up to them and say, thank you, mother, thank you, father. I I love you. I realize you're doing me well on this path of the just. The path of the just is not without temptations. Proverbs 1.10, we have in Proverbs, temptation, seduction, personified, enough to make one blush if read aloud on a Sunday morning sermon, so I won't do that. But it's written the way it's written for a reason, My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Eleven, if they say, come with us. Fourteen, cast thy lot among us, they say. Let us all have one purse. Right, your purse, not their purse. The prodigal son discovered that. My son, walk thou not in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path. Eve, Samson, and millions uh, thereafter took unnecessary risks when they were instructed better. They uh, committed unforced errors, and it took them down and left them at the bottom in a heap. That's the way of the wicked. Proverbs 4.14 
enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. I was saved when I was a student at at OSU, and I had no Christian upbringing or instruction at that point. Didn't even know what saved was. Never heard of that term. Never heard of salvation and any of the lingo that we commonly use nowadays. But I remember going back and one of the one of the classes after I was saved at this point I hadn't conferred with anyone I didn't know what to do I didn't know how to live I didn't know what this was all about <clears throat> but I'd signed up and one elective that I had signed up for one class was human sexuality and so there were about 500 students packed into this auditorium and this was before I knew what salvation was, but I learned later what it was and could tell them, well, that, that's what happened. And uh, they put up on the screen uh, a bunch of slides of uh, men and women. It was pornography. And the kids were laughing and joking, and uh, the, the teacher was as well. And I thought, well, I was interested in biology, but I'm not interested in pornography. And so I went to the instructor after the, the class and, and dropped the class. I had no interest in that. And uh, I have come to, to learn of the predatorial nature of pornography uh, since then. It's addictive, uh, similar to narcotics or alcohol or tobacco, in that it is like a a tarantula that has a grip on you and you have a hard time shaking it off, apparently. But I'm so glad that the Lord put me on the path of the just and I uh, don't want to say I stumbled onto a good decision. It was a good decision. You need to make good decisions. That's, That's called temptation, which is... Uh, presented innocently, just like it was presented in the garden when Eve looked at that beautiful fruit on the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Why, what's wrong with knowledge? It presented academically, what's wrong with... Well, I don't know. I wasn't smart enough uh, in uh, spiritually to understand that, but God gave some intuitive discernment that... Help me to flee from it. Now, decades later, it's certainly more easily accessible than what was presented to me at OSU. But I'll tell you what, even though I'm no longer a teen, uh, I, I use the Internet regularly and... I am not interested and never have been on uh, clicking on the beach bodies of the North Umpqua River. I made that title up, by the way. Because I think along that river there's probably just fishermen. But I, I say it to make a point. Don't go there. Don't even start. Flee from it. 
follow the instruction that is given in Proverbs and notice the clear distinction between the path of the just and the way of the wicked. Because it'll, it'll get a grip on you. It'll sink its teeth into you. And shake away all, all you want. It's hard to get release from it. But not impossible. The blood of Jesus has power to give you victory. But with the path of the just, you start with victory and you continue victoriously until you leave this world. The outcome is a good outcome, both in this life and in the life to come. Actually, it was about the same time when those buddies came over. They did. I just got my OLCC card. I don't know if they call it that today, but it was the ID card, which shows that you've uh, OLCC, Oregon Liquor Commission, something. Uh, so it, had, it might have had my photo on it and proof that I was 21, so I can now frequent the places that I had previously frequented uh, illegally. I got in illegally because I tampered with my driver's license and did a very poor job by using whiteout or something similar to that, which instead of saying I was born in 1952, I put 1950 or 1951, whatever it was, which made me show that I was 21 before I was 21. I don't even know what the age of drinking is in Oregon nowadays. That It ought to be 85 or above. I guess that would take us back to the 1920s, Prohibition. I'll tell you that those were the roaring 20s. Well, anyway, um, I did a very poor job, and the first time I used it, uh, I could see it was tampered with, and I showed it for ID as I entered this place, and, and they, they didn't care. Satan doesn't care. Why, well, it's not their problem. They'll take your money. Uh, Satan will take your honor. He'll take your integrity. He'll take your innocence. That's the way of the wicked. It's not a good way. Anyway, the buddies came over that first Saturday night after I uh, had gotten saved and still not knowing what to call it. And they were all fired up and ready to go out and have a night on the town. And and uh, I didn't have a very good explanation, although it might have been a perfect explanation. It was just, I'm not, I'm not going to do that anymore. Now, I could have said, okay, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll go, but I'm not going to participate. I'll just keep company and... And, uh, well, that's no way to live in pretense, a hypocrite. No. Walk away from it. Take your stand. Declare yourself. And the Lord will confess you in heaven. But if you're ashamed of him, he'll be ashamed of you when it comes to to that uh, path of the just to having its outcome. No, there's victory in Jesus. You may not be bold. I wasn't bold. I, I could have said, hey, you need what I ha- just experienced. You need uh, the old-time religion, but I didn't know the language, but I'm not sure uh, how it would have done it anyway. So I, I, I can't claim that I was courageous. Uh, I can claim that I was saved and wanted to stay saved. The path of the just is no casual endeavor. You read about uh, two four Proverbs 2.4. You have to be earnest. When's the last time you lost your phone? Where did I put my phone? Where's my phone? Debbie, call me. 
Or it's more like, Daryl, call me. But, but this goes both ways. Or when's the last time you lost your keys? Where are those keys? And you look. You look in the same place uh, three different times. Why do you go back to the same place? It's not there. I don't know why we do that. But you're earnest about it. Well, it's no casual endeavor to seek God, to seek the path of the just. But you'll find it. Then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. To know God's word is to know God. You want to know God? You want to know God better? Know his word. Study his word. Daybreak discovery are perfect opportunities for you to go through the book of Proverbs and see the contrast and observe practical counsel and then follow it. Proverbs 3, 5, which many could quote, the path of the just determines to trust God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. So we see trust, acknowledge all thine heart, in all thine ways, every aspect of your life. Do it when the way ahead is unclear. And if the step ahead is unclear, there's a pretty good chance you shouldn't take it. Wait. Rest in the Lord, the psalmist said, and wait patiently for him. What's the rush? Well, they, you may be pressed, but if you're, if you're pressed, that might be the time to wait on the Lord. And wait, wait patiently for him. Proverbs 3.17, the path of the just. Uh, we see again, her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. All of them. That, that, that's a gift of God, the peace that you feel on the path of the just. You might even take it for granted. Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely, and thy foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid, yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. It may or may not be long, but what you get will be sweet, and you'll thank God for it. Our text again will end where we began. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more under the perfect day. The way of the wicked, I'll just say, is different than that. Choose life. Choose victory. Choose peace. Uh, choose eternity with Jesus. But perhaps just as important, choose a life, a, a path throughout uh, this journey that is peaceful, restful, uh, and one of victory, one of hope, one of determination. God will bless you as you choose this path of the just. We'll have a song of invitation. We encourage each to pray.